Hey, you guys, how's it going? <sighs> How is it going? Ooh. Hey, if you're hopping on live, tell me how you're doing today. Tell me what's going on. Tell me how you're feeling. <laughs> how are you? I don't even know what today is. It's Wednesday and it's already almost noon. Okay, so if you guys are hopping on live, my name is Jade Hooper. If you don't know who I am, I've been a network marketing leader. I'm a mom of three, married to my husband for like a really long time. I don't know, we're celebrating 10 years this year. Um, but I've earned multiple million dollars in network marketing and I'm really excited to talk to every single one of you guys. So if you guys are on my team, say hey and make sure that you share this, okay? So today we are gonna talk about something really, really good. Um, we're gonna talk about your identity. Hey, Ashley, and make sure you guys share this. Hi, Taylor. You are well rested. Frances says she is awake and hopefully it's <laughs> like moving your body. Good. I feel more confident since that TikTok Zoom. Good. So we just did a TikTok Zoom. Hi, Lindley. Is it Lindley? How's it going? Hi, Laura. Hi, Brooke. Hey, Kat. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Shanice. Hello. Okay. So I want to talk to you guys about identity and why this is absolutely um, every single thing. No, we don't want to do that. Um, and why it is absolutely everything when it comes to your business. So like I'm specifically speaking when it comes to network marketing. Um, some, a lot of you guys, if you're on my team, say I'm, I'm on your team. I love you guys so much. So let's talk about identity. Um, P.S. We are not raised to have a good or strong identity. Just so you know, we are not raised to feel good about what we're doing, about ourselves, about the people that we're hanging around, about what we bring to the world, about what we're about what we're capable of. Um, none of it. We are not raised to have a strong and good identity, and it's a pretty intimidating thing, um, especially when you realize that the way that we're raised, the way that we're brought up, and I don't want to say that it's our parents' fault or that it's like society's. It's just the way things are. Things always kind of travel down through that it just kind of happens. And all of a sudden you start to realize, or maybe you don't, but a lot of you guys, if you're already in business for yourself, you've come to a point to where you've realized that, holy cow, um, I feel like the way that I'm living isn't working for me. I feel like kind of struggling and, and working nine to five and, and then coming home and then working from seven to close and working multiple jobs and living off of credit cards and doing all these things. This is not exactly how I want to have my identity. Like this is, okay, this is really interesting, right? So we start to kind of have like things start to click in our brain that tell us that we can have more, that we can have more, but this is the problem. Our identity is literally everything because our identity controls how we show up. And today I did a TikTok about manifestation. And to me, manifestation is just like, is like praying with conviction, knowing it's already done for you. So if you guys don't follow me on TikTok, make sure you do. It's at the Jade Hooper, just like on Instagram. But I was talking about how when it comes to manifesting or praying or just like in general, having a desire to have more things, they always say that the saying is, is that you ask, then you believe, and then you receive. That is how it works, right? That is how you decide you're going to get into business and then you're going to believe in yourself and then you're going to receive it. But there's a disconnection. The disconnection is that there is no belief. The belief is like completely gone. It is not there. And then you don't receive in the way that you want to. And so that's the kind of stuff that we have to work on is our 
identity in ourselves because our identity controls our belief and our belief controls our outcomes. Our belief controls how we show up for ourselves. Our belief um, dictates how we show up for our family, how we show up for our business, how we show up for our desires. And that's a really, really big issue. Um, we have people walking around with, yes, I would, I love the idea of having more. Yes. I love the idea of changing my life. Yes. I love the idea of becoming this person that like deep down, there's just like a little fraction, like a little freckle, like a little something, like a little, just a little dot. There's just like, there's, I've got like this much inside of my soul that I believe that I'm supposed to have more, but I don't know how the hell to have it. But the rest of me doesn't believe that I'm supposed to have that. And that kind of thought and that kind of thought process and belief is going to screw up how you how you show up. So you might be somebody that maybe you got started in your business and you just like kidnapped. You pressed go and then you were just like, bye. Adios, amigo. Like, screw that. I can't do this. I mentioned to my mom that I started a business and my mom said, what the hell's the matter with you? You're not outgoing. When you were in high school, you just... You just blended into the walls. You're not a go-getter. So now you have your mom reminding you of who you were 15 years ago when you were in high school. Isn't that fun? I freaking love that. Do you guys ever have people who like remind you of who you are? It's like, screw who I am. This is who I'm trying to become. Like, I know who I was yesterday, but I'm actually trying to become more than that. That's the whole point. You mentioned it to your husband. Hey, hubby. I like, I know that we're struggling. You work so hard. I love you so much. I'm with the kids. Um, I want to do like a business. I want to do something that's going to allow me to have my cake and eat it too. It's going to allow me to be home with the kids or it's going to allow me to work and then come home and be home with the kids. So I don't have to get a part-time job this year, this, this winter. Like I have to, I've had to do every single Christmas. And then your husband looks at you and says, what are people going to think about me? They're going to think that I'm not doing a good enough job being a husband. They're going to think that I'm not providing for you. They're going to think it's a joke. They're going to, you know what I mean? Like then all of a sudden you have a spouse who's projecting all of their insecurities onto you. So with our identity, we're just like walking around. And I love Victoria said her husband isn't like that. Neither is her mom. And that's so good. However, a lot of the times there is someone because if you are not where you want to be yet, the reason why is there something within you that's a part of your identity that is holding you back? How many of you guys feel like you have hit a brick wall before? You're like, there's this, like where I'm at and there's where I want to be. It's literally right there. I can feel it. I can smell it. Like I can reach out to it. I can just like, I know that it's there. But every time I try to like go, I just hit this like brick wall. It's a real thing. It is like such a freaking real thing. Um, that right there, that's the identity. That's the identity because deep down inside, a lot of the time, the insecurities that we had when we were a kid, maybe you were someone who was told like, you're too loud. You're too this. You're too that. You're not enough. You're not loud enough. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not fast enough. You're not techy enough. You're not fashionable enough. And then we take on these identities. And so even if it doesn't pertain to business, we carry this shit around. Yes. Yes. 
tell me some of the identities that you have. They're real. And what's so crazy is that the other part of it is that we think that we're alone. We think that it's just us. We watch and what's okay. So like who we are, we normally find someone who's the exact opposite of us. And we like watch them. We watch them. We watch their Facebook. We watch their Instagram. We watch their TikTok. We watch them on TV. We think they're so outgoing. I wish that I could be that in order to be the person that I want to become. I've got to be just like them. They have things that I want to have. And so in order to have those things, I have to be just like them. But it is so far left from who I am inside. How in the hell am I supposed to do that? Right? Well, here's the thing. Okay? You, who you are right now, you are already enough and capable enough. And who you need to be in order to have any of the desires that are in your heart. I feel judged on my past failures. I wish I could be more loud, not skinny or pretty enough, too chatty in school, too loud. My college degree means I can only work and die in a corporate job. Oh, that's like a real one. Yeah. I was told I would never amount to shit. But how many of you guys know inside? It's kind of like you had this like metaphorical letter to Hogwarts when you were a kid and you just knew deep down inside that you were meant to be so much more than that. You were meant to be so much more than that. You knew no matter what anybody said, even no matter how many people told you you were annoying, no matter how many people told you you were too loud, no matter how many comments that you had in school, it's like your one deep, dark insecurity that you have, that, oh, that's the button that always seems to be pressed all the time. Why? Because you deep down inside are focused on so much of everything that you're not and you're not focused on what you are. Every, every person, everyone is so capable that you can make a million dollars in a completely different way that I make a million dollars and yet it's still a million dollars. Do you have to be Jade? Do you have to have my color hair? Do you have to live in Tennessee? Do you have to have three kids? Do you have to have two golden retrievers? Do you have to have 11, 12, 13, we have 13 chickens now. Do you have to have 13 chickens? Do you have to be married to Mill, to be Mill Hooper? Do you have to be married to Bill? Bill, that's freaking Will's dad. Hold on, let me just take some water. Okay, let me just. <laughs> but even this just goes to show, I sit here. And I stumble on my words and so many of you guys message me and you're like, how do you do what you do? You're just so outspoken. How, how do you do that? How are you just willing to just be yourself? I need to be that way. But you, no, dude, you're trying to be me. You cannot be me. Do you know that some people are just not made to be creative? And the people who are not creative, they spend all of their time judging themselves because they're not creative. In order for me to get to where I need to go, I just need to be creative. And I'm not. And so I'm just going to wallow in self-pity because I'm not creative. And that means that I'm never going to get to where I want to be. And so I might as well just like give up before I keep going because then what am I going to do? Right? Or you're just like, I remember when there was someone who I met who is wildly successful. She's actually on my team. And the funniest thing is that she's my best friend. And she is very soft-spoken and she is like not loud and she is not like out there and like just talking about her feelings. She's very, very opposite in me and yet she's super, she's super successful as well. And I remember I was killing it. 
I was killing it. I was doing just fine. But I noticed that she was different from me getting the same results. And so I started feeling and thinking that I was doing something wrong. How many of you guys have like, actually, like when you think about it, you were doing all the things right. And because you did not know how to measure your success or measure your results, you stopped doing what was working so well for you because you became self-conscious because someone out there was killing it in a way that was different than you. And so you decided I must be doing it wrong. How many of you guys have done that? We all have done that. We all have done that, okay? Again, I can make a million dollars building houses. Someone can make a million dollars in network marketing. Someone can make a million dollars being a nurse. Someone can make a million dollars being a hairstylist. There, it's all the end result, but yet in different way, shape, or form, okay? And so your identity is how going to determine how you show up for yourself every single day. Your identity is going to determine whether or not you are willing. You want to know the kind of people that I want to coach in my business, the kind of people who will be successful in network marketing. It's the people who are excited, coachable, and willing. And nowhere on that list does it say they must know how to take good pictures. They must um, already have a huge following on social media. They must have already made a lot of money once upon a time. No. The people who can be successful, the people that I want to work with are coachable, willing, and just excited. Coachable meaning that they will sit down and have a conversation of like, this is where I want to go. And I say, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to pivot. We're going to try this. We're going to pivot. We're going to do this. We're going to pivot. We're going to do this. We're going to pivot. There is so much pivoting in business to get you to where you want to be like success wise that if someone's willing to sit down and pivot with me, they like good. I want to work with that person and I want to spend a heck of a lot of time with that person. That's number one. The that's coachable. You're just willing to follow the steps to success. You're willing to follow the plan that I've made so many mistakes over the, like, have I been successful? Sure. Do I have things to show for it? Yeah. Here. You want to see them? Here you go. Like, cool. I have many things. I am a mom not wearing a bra and comfy shorts from Target and a sweatshirt so you do not see my nipples and yet I still have millionaire trope, like all of these things. Cool, okay? Amen for accolades, great. But the thing is, is that your accolade is not the goal. The goal is to do things all in alignment with who you are, what's important to you because it honestly does not even matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you wanna do, it matters about your heart and everything that you put into it. So. I can take my eight years of mistakes. I can take the eight years of taking the long route. And if you were going to sit down and work with me and have me coach you to being able to go diamond or emerald or ruby. And if you're not in this business, like shout out to Signature Barbershop in Phoenix, Arizona. There you go. Um, <laughs> hi, Crystal. So if you, if you sit down with me and you want to be successful, I will tell you, if you're coachable, you can do this. If I can take my plan and say that my plan took all this time, but if you follow what I'm telling you, it'll only take this. It'll still take work, but it won't take all this. And people don't do that. 
because they're like, I'm going to be creative. I No, you want to know what it is? It's that our belief, we take on this identity that everything has to be hard, that everything has to be hard, and that we have to kill ourselves because if it isn't hard, we don't kill ourselves, then we don't deserve the success that we want to have, or we don't deserve the success that we've already created. Because I've seen people be wildly successful and completely take it away from themselves because they don't feel like they deserve it. Are my windows open? No, it's raining. Okay. So are you coachable? Are you willing? And by willing, hell to the yes, you have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone. Heck yeah. To become a hairstylist, I had to be willing to get out of my comfort zone to cut my first haircut. That Here's a story. <laughs> story time. And make sure you guys are sharing this. If you have someone that you know, whether or not they're in this business or not, just somebody that you're like, my best friend is not in this business, but she has a horrible identity issue and this would help her. Make sure that you're sharing this, okay? Thank you, Kelly, for sharing. Thank you, Crystal, for sharing. Thank you, Jessica and Ciara, for sharing. You guys are amazing, okay? When I was in cosmetology school, they teach you the basics. They say like, this is how to cut a straight line. This is how to create layers. This is how you highlight. This is how you do a perm. This is how you do a roller set. And this is how you style hair and use a curling iron, an undulating curling iron where you can like do it with one hand and you kind of do this motion, okay? And so they teach you how to do those things. Well, guess what? <laughs> I missed the day that you learn men's haircuts. Okay, I like, that was one day, one day that you learned how to use a clipper and a guard. And I literally missed that day. Do you know what my one first haircut in the damn salon was? It was a man. It was a man. And I had no, I'm like, I can't say no. Like I'm in a hair salon. Like, what am I going to do? Just, this is literally a part of what I do. And I don't really know how to do it. I know how to do it, but like not confidently. So you know what I did to this man? And I, this was a long ass time ago. I took my chair and I turned it away. <laughs> I turned it away from the mirror and I cut his hair. And then when he was done, I turned it the other way and walked him out. I didn't even let him look in the mirror. I did not let him look in the mirror. And then after he left, I sat for a moment like, oh my God, I got a $5 tip. Thank God I got a $5 tip. That was my first haircut and I've worked so hard to get to where I am, but I forgot to wash his hair afterwards. I forgot to brush off his neck. I don't even think I cleaned up around his ears. Like, oh my God. And everybody was like, you need to like calm down. And I felt like a failure, but yet I still accomplished something. Like that's what willing is to me. You hear people, you'll hear people um, like they make, uh, videos, um, like judging people in network marketing saying that we're like manipulating people and all this kind of stuff. And that you should don't, you shouldn't have to get outside of your comfort zone because that kind of stuff causes anxiety. What causes anxiety is the fear of the unknown. Cause we are so scared. What if this happens? We've got three doors and behind every single door, there's five possibilities that might happen. And anxiety happens when we try to control the outcomes that are behind the doors. When we try to control because we do not trust. I don't care what it is that you believe in, okay? I absolutely believe in a higher power, okay? And what's really crazy is that when you trust, that higher power just shows up really big. Have you guys ever been broke and all of a sudden you found a $20 bill in your uh, dryer? Hmm? You were hungry and somehow you, you were able to eat, even if it was just some freaking peanut butter crackers? Yeah. Oh yeah, that happened for you, okay? And that just comes like trust. So 
the willingness is you just have to be willing. You have to be willing to try. You have to be willing to be consistent. You have to be willing to get out of that comfort zone. That, what do I tell you guys? Who's on my team? What do I tell you? You're not gonna die. No one has keeled over because they went live like, uh, like my first live sucks. Go on my YouTube and look at my first video. I was laying down like this and I was like, hey guys, my name's Jade Hooper and everybody's asking me about how I went executive, how I promoted in my second month and this is how I did it. No one was asking. But you wanna know what's so freaking crazy is that as soon as I told everyone that people were asking, people started asking. People started asking. Why? Because sometimes it just takes someone like you showing up, being the person that everybody else wishes that they could be. And none of you guys wish that you could be a, a millionaire. None of you guys wish that you can have all this money. What you wish for is that you could just be competent. We wish to be willing. We wish to be strong. We wish to feel serious about ourselves and to, to be willing to be consistent. Like we just want those things. But the way that those things come is through identity. Okay? So you've got to be coachable. You've got to be willing. Okay? And you've got to be excited. And what I mean by that is like you can't be a walking Eeyore. You can't walk around and feel sorry for yourself. How's it going? <gasps> it's like the people that I tell them, I'm so sorry, this is you, but it's like the people I tell them, like take a picture of yourself and like, <laughs> and like tell people you're so excited to be able to work from your phone today and this is their picture. I'm so excited today. I'm changing my life. You look like you're pooping. You look like you're squeezing out a mad turd right now. That If that is excitement, we need to turn that. Just stand upside down. Just do a handstand, okay? Yes, we've all seen it. That's not excited. You've got to be excited. You've got to be excited for more. Meaning like, I know that my life is shit and I don't want to live like this anymore. That's excited for more, okay? Good morning, Stephanie. Thank you guys for sharing. Yes. Thank you, Marilyn and Brittany with no E. You're amazing. Hey, Ashley. Hi, Stella. Okay. Hi, Tiffany. So you just got to be, you got to be excited. You've got to be more like this is where my life is and, and I'm leaning less on the I suck and everything blows and I can't control this. And you got to lean more into the like, something's possible. I'm going to, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. I just need more. I would like to feed my kids. Like you're more in the glass half full than like the glass half empty. Cause you cannot be coached. If you are Eeyore, how are things going? <gasps> well, the dog got out last night and pooped and then I had to like clean it and just, you know, and I just really need an accountability partner. No, dude, you need to set a damn alarm and be a grown-ass woman is what you need to do. Because everybody has life. When you're excited, you're willing and coachable. Hi, Brittany. I wish I had your energy and enthusiasm so I can do lives like you. But Stella, this is just how I have a damn conversation with a friend. 
How many of you guys are friends with me? How many of you guys have sat down next to me in a bed? We've, we've had to share beds because we've been on trips together. We've been on Zoom together. This is just how I talk to people. This is how I talk to my husband. So my energy and enthusiasm just means I'm excited about life. And I just know what I'm talking about through trial and error. So Stella, you want to know how you show up with this enthusiasm and energy? You just be willing to make shitty TikToks and shitty lives and just like, you know, like you're on the phone with Wilson. Like with, does anybody else's grandma when they're on like iPhone, you're FaceTiming your grandma and you only see this much of their face. That's how you do it. You just be willing to just look stupid. You want to know why? Because when people watch you do things that they are too chicken shit to do, they are going to do one of two things. They're going to judge the shit out of you and be like, I would never, I could never. There was a woman here in a local mom's group. Okay. And I shit you not. She said, I'm looking for a way that I could be home with my baby. He is six months old. I just want to have some connections with people. I just want to be able to, but I need to be able to have a job that I can be with him. Okay. I want to be able to kind of work my own hours. I don't care if it's full time or if it's part time. I just need to be around people. I just need to be able to make a little bit of money and I have to do it with my son. I am not willing to do network marketing. And you know what that screamed to me? I give too many fucks about what people think about me. That's what that said to me. I care way too much about what Susan and Cheryl and Jessica and Brittany that like are my neighbors or people that I went to high school with. I care too much about what they think. But do they actually care about you, friend? Are they going to buy you diapers if you don't do something? Do they actually care? They don't. And you know what? Not a single one of my friends or family members, when I started my business, bought anything from me, joined my team, and yet I was still able to reach double diamond, which is a freaking incredible income. That is, that's five ranks up in this company, three ranks from the top, and yet I was still able to go double diamond without a single one of them. Buying anything from me. So Jessica and Cheryl, I don't give two shits if everybody in your hometown is so stuck up. They, you want to know what stuck up means? That you invest more time trying to be acceptable to everybody else. I don't want to be stuck up in freaking being cool for everybody. You want to know why? It's exhausting. And it's just, it is not, but there, and I'm not saying that you can't be pretty and like look great. I'm not, I don't, because I have friends that are gorgeous, <laughs> like long blonde hair. They dress to the nines. They're so cute. But you want to know what it is? They do it effortlessly. They do it effortlessly. Why? Because that's in alignment with who they are. I do me effortlessly because this is in alignment with who I am. So how do you change your identity? Well, uh, first of all, are you excited can you just genuinely be excited about what it is that you want in your life? Can you just get freaking jazzed about that? Can you get excited for a second about the thought of giving your family more and being able to do it on your terms? And I don't care if you want to be a nurse. That's on your terms. Can you get excited about just stepping into who you are? What if they don't like me? You know what? Out of 100,000 people, 1,000 won't like you, but there are still 900. Wait, what is it? What did I say? 100,000? So there are still 9,999 people that do. Who gives two craps about the ones that don't? There are enough people in this earth that love you for no reason. When the people that you know decide to hate you for reasons that really are just personal to them. 
I don't like her because she's loud. Well, you have a problem with it because you're not loud and you're too insecure to speak up. You won't even ask for a slice of pizza. Don't be mad at her because she will. Because everybody has something that someone else does not have. You know what I mean? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. So with your identity, what I want you guys to do is take a second and imagine what's the person that you would like to be? Like if I sat here next to you and said like, what is the, you know, what's, who is the dream Tiffany? Who is the dream Victoria? Who is the dream Yasmin or Nikki or Jessica or Stephanie or Eve or Natasha? Who, what's the dream version of you? How does she feel? What does she look like? And I don't even mean dressing, dressing with clothes, but maybe you would love, you guys, like I learned that this is no offense to people in the North, but it's offense to people of the North because I lived in the North my whole damn life. It's really weird how everybody up North wears hoodies and like hairs in a buns, kind of like I am now. And no one really in, like takes care of themselves, meaning they don't like value themselves. And then you come to the South and it's just so different. And I'm not saying that everybody in the South cares about what other people think about them. I just feel like they love themselves more. It's like very weird. I feel like people are way more loving to themselves here than they were like up there. It's very strange. I don't understand. I don't understand why. It's very weird. Okay. So what is the dream version of you? What do you look like? Do you dress cute when no one else dresses cute? Maybe your mom used to make comments to you about how you dress cute. Thank you, Sean, for, for sharing. And Serena, you're amazing. Okay. Like, what does she look like? How does she act? Is she calm? How does she mother her kids? How does she love her spouse, her husband? Or how does she love her wife? Or how does he love his wife? Or how does he love his husband? What kind of friend are you? How serious do you take your business? How serious do you take who you are? How consistent are you? How determined are you? And what you do is you... Start to show up as that now. And it's not going to be good. Like you're going to do a crappy job of being your higher self. <laughs> but it's kind of like working out. The workouts don't get easier. You just get stronger, right? You don't just like show up one day and go from three pound weight to 15 pound weight. You get stronger as time goes on. What you have to start doing is honoring consistent growth over time. Is what happens. You just start to have consistent growth over time. And we don't trust that because we get so caught up in how, but you have to just understand for me to you, for someone that's been doing this for so long, you have to understand that the consistent growth is there as long as you are consistent and you can't half-ass consistency because that's not consistency. That's just keeping everything the same. Then you're just staying here. The consistency is going to, going to give you that kind of growth. Okay. It's starting to show up as that person. It's taking yourself seriously. It's the moment I realized if I want to be a presidential diamond or if I want to go diamond and I would look at these people and say, I can't wait. Look at how she posts. Oh my God, she posts like that because she's a diamond. No, she's a diamond because she posts like that. I can't wait to feel like that, to feel how confident that girl feels. She's a freaking ruby. I said that when I was brand new. There's a girl who was like wrapping people at the freaking grocery store. And I was like, I can't wait to be a Ruby because when I'm a Ruby, I'm going to feel like that. And it was like, I waited. <laughs> I was like, ah! Right. And it's crazy because I remember when I went ambassador and I was like, I don't feel any different. It's because you, when you won't know that you're there until you're there and then people are going to ask how you got there and you're going to say, I don't know, even though they know. 
They like see you. They see you. Just like Stella was saying, you're confident. You're outspoken. Spoken. It just comes from showing up as my best self in the moment. And a lot of you guys are not even showing up as your best self. You're waiting for something else to happen first before you show up. Victoria said, I just want to get my eye surgery so I don't need glasses and I can get eyelash lash extensions. But what does that have to do with how you show up now? If your lashes bother you that much, go find some girl that sells magnetic strip lashes. Put that shit on and show up as your best self. Because listen, I love a self-care Sunday. I feel a little bit different when my hair is curled. I feel a little bit different when I've got eyebrows. I will tell you that. Then do that thing. Find a creative solution for whatever your issue is or decide if this actually matters. Because does your house being dirty actually determine whether or not you go live and your mouth moves? No. There is nothing like you can't let your situation dictate your life because your how you show up is supposed to change your situation. How does that matter? Like how does that mesh? So what do you do? You suck it up and you show up as your best self and you will stumble and you will fall. But next week you'll start to glide. It will get better and you will just get better and better and better and better and better. You will just get better. Gradual betterness over time with consistency. But I'm going to tell you what, if you are going to work on changing your identity, don't for one freaking moment show up for one week. And because this is where everybody goes wrong. Do you guys want to know where everybody goes wrong? Is that we show up for a week and we are like, I made a choice. And so the stars must align and everything must get easier because I finally made a choice. And you know what happens is that shit still goes down. Kids still get sick. Your husband still is a boob, right? Your mom still makes shit-ass comments. Your cousin still reminds you that you quit the third grade play. And so, like, you know that you can't do this. Those things still happen. What does this mean? It means nothing. You are taking personal stuff that's not even about you. Because... What makes your cousin uncomfortable? What makes Susie uncomfortable is their freaking problem. It's not yours. It's not your problem. It's not your problem. It's not my problem. I want you guys to learn a saying, and I wish I, I, wish I remembered who I learned this from, but I learned this saying, not my monkeys, not my circus. They are not mine. Okay. Okay. Not my monkeys, not my circus. That's not my mind. I got nothing to worry about. I walk around offending people all the time. I post a picture of me breastfeeding and Cheryl doesn't like it. Well, that's not my damn issue. Cheryl, don't post a picture of you showing your boob and feeding your kid then. That, that's what you do and I do me. Right? Okay. So when you start showing up as your best self, you are probably going to rattle some cages and things might seem a little harder than they were before when you just just tried to fall in with everybody else. That's the point. You're going against the grain. Things become a little bit clearer. Who actually is on your side? Who actually cares about you and loves you for you? 
Because the people who are in my life love me for me and not a single one of them actually asks me to change. If they ask me to, they might ask me to grow. They might push me to grow. That is different than asking me to dim my light because I make them uncomfortable. Very different thing. Yeah? Okay. So as you start to be willing and as you start to take direction and be coachable and as you start to get excited understand and know the landmines that are going to come. And that is what leadership is about. Leadership is about telling you this isn't going to be like, it's simple. Like, hell yeah, the, it's a straight path here. Um, but there will be landmines. And so, yes, it's a straight path, but you're going to weave and pivot and zigzag so you can avoid these things or get through them faster. Will people's feathers be ruffled? Yes. Will people remind you about that one time that you were 12 and you didn't remember the difference between, you know, cabbage and lettuce when you were at the grocery store? Yep, they're going to bring it up every single day. Why? Because they're going to try to make you small when you're expanding. Not my monkeys, not my circus, not my issue. If you want to be back in 19, whatever, that's you, not me, not me. Thank you, Alyssa, for sharing. Not me. That's not me. That's not my problem. All of you guys are holding yourself back. Because you said, in order to where I want to go, I have to be this person first. When you are completely misunderstanding that you become that person last. You will be a nurse when you become a nurse. And until then, you will be learning. You will be a diamond when you go diamond. But along the way, you will be going. Along the way, you learn the skills. And on that day, you get the badge. Super cool. The skills mean everything. The skills are what you want anyways. Okay. Cool. All right, you guys. Again, I'm Jade Hooper. If you guys love this, if this helped you in any sort of way, make sure you share this. Make sure you share this with your team. Make sure you tag your team. Share with me down below your aha moments. I love you guys so much and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.